This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. And here's a Kiss Power Hits coming out from Kiss. It's called Fallen. minutes past the hour of uh, 7 o'clock you're listening to Power 102 Digital and it's all about the Power Breakfast Show as we continue How did DJ say it's all about all the time? Machine? (laughs) 
I don't know, it's just a slang, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the power breakfast show. It's gonna be in seven eighteen. Thank you, Shane. Good morning. Trinidad and Tobago. As them young people say no. I guess. But I don't qualify to be young anymore, so <laughs> well, our poll this morning was do you believe the murder count will cross five hundred dollars five hundred, sorry, in twenty twenty two? Um that's our poll this morning. Um, we had people voting on it, of course, in the allotted time. I don't know how many people you got, Wendell. I got uh, 20, 21 people voting. I, I I've got, I had 20. I have 19 one. Okay, so I have 21 people voting. 20 people said yes. They do think the murder rate will cross 500. And one person said no, they don't okay, think that it will. Frozen or you're frozen? Um, so 21 is what I got. Of course, you can continue to vote on this poll throughout the day, through all programming. And we'll give you the final results tomorrow morning. Well, you know, I got the message from Flo just now. My internet connection is unstable. As soon as I put on the camera, so I'll have to take it off. Because you froze for a, a couple seconds there just now. And it's a, a message came up saying my internet is unstable so you take long to get rid of your problems but you're good no well this one i'm in arima now i generally do have problems up here but port of spain i, I give up on port of spain already but yes you're right too should well, you use in a senior, but to try and call for a, an interview um if you could if you check your on whatsapp so we could simply get that person on the line and, and, and ask them what they think about the present in Broglio with former Adri Alrari and now Stuart Young has mentioned and Kewal Singh and of course at the center of it is Vincent Nelson. Uh, I don't know, it's just mind-boggling to me. Just mind-boggling. And you, you, we are at the point now where there's so much being said and we do ha- I do have a lot of clarity, to be very honest. I don't know, Richard, do you? No, it's a little confusing. It is a little, I I it's a little confusing too. about um, that, that, that exchange that you read this morning makes it even more obscure as to what the hell is going on. What did the indemnity actually cover? And... Um, why would they have reported it to the UK authorities? Why was that decision made? Because, but because... There's, there's, a, there's an article this morning with Stuart, let me see if I find it, where he's explaining why he thought it prudent to report it to the, the UK authorities. Where is it? He probably didn't even trust the process either. Right. Trust well, I don't know. I don't know. Young defends decision to hand over Nelson's statement to UK agency. And then, of course, Nelson expressing concern about that because he said the only person who, to his knowledge had sight of the information or the exchanges was him and then attorney general rari so the article is in today's guardian uh and it's written by shirley bahadur it says quote former finance minister in the ministry of the attorney general stuart young is defending his move to hand over a confidential notarized state statement Vincent Nelson, King's Council, made as part of an indemnity agreement to the UK's National Crime Agency that is conducting an ongoing criminal investigation into two prominent King's Councils, local attorneys, including the daughter of a politically exposed person in Trinidad. 
New what? dimension. New dimension. Daughter. The daughter of a politically exposed person in Trinidad. Right? In a brief statement on his Facebook page on Sunday, Young said he took very careful note of what he observed being reported in the public domain surrounding the criminal charges of Ananam Logan, SC, and Gerald Ramdeen and the involvement of Vincent Nelson King's counsel. He noted the matters surrounding Nelson as subjudice, and according to it, it is prudent for me not to say much or to be drawn into attempts to obfuscate the truth or to jeopardize any ongoing legal matter, either criminal or civil. Young did defend his move to hand over the statement to the UK agency. Less to say, it can never be a breach of any proper legal agreement or law to provide evidence to a legitimate law enforcement agency, he said. Open quotation points. It is also noteworthy that so far, thus far, no report has referred to the defense team that has been filed by the state, which I presume will set out the state's response, including denials to claims made by Vincent Nelson, who pleaded guilty and accordingly is a convicted criminal. This much I will say at this stage as to say any more would be imprudent. Nelson has since filed a civil action case against former Attorney General Faris Rari and the government as his lawyers are adamant the indemnity agreement was breached. According to the con conditionality of the indemnity agreement, open quotation, the notarized statement will be disclosed to the DPP and the ACIB. Uh, but subject to the Attorney General's duty to comply with all laws and statutory enactments will not be disclosed to any criminal investigatory and or prosecuting authority and or regulatory or and or disciplinary authority outside the territory of Trinidad Tobago. When Nelson's lawyers believed the agreement was breached, the state was contending Young did no wrong and had provided a copy to the NCA based on an investigation into criminal activities of the two UK-based lawyers. Can, can I give an, my opinion? Absolutely. Based on what I just heard you yeah. read and um, my interpretation of, of what happened, and I, I, have no, I have no way of proving that this is how it happened. But let's just let's, let's suppose that the Attorney General, the then Attorney General, Faris Alrari, had made this deal with Vincent Nelson. Vincent Nelson, who came to the state and said, listen, I have evidence. I was involved in this thing that was going on. I have the evidence. I can help you guys get, get at these guys, right? Because let's face it, the People's National Movement campaigned on, on, on corruption against the then People's Partnership, and especially on what was happening in the office of the then Attorney General, right? So a man comes forward and says, Allegedly Listen, happening. I was, yeah? Allegedly happening. Allegedly happening. But a man comes forward and says, This is what was allegedly happening. I was part of it. I could help you all. So the then Attorney General. But will he have come forward willingly, though? I think the state. And when my dad said he came forward, I do not think he came forward. I do not somebody. All right, to, hold on, hold on, hold on. As I said, this is my opinion. I don't, I don't have all the facts, right? I don't know how that part of it took place, right? I'm saying he came forward, but I don't know how that actually took place, right? But he came forward with the information, whether he was coerced or whether he did it voluntarily. He came forward, right? So, the Attorney General. Um, in this case, Faris Alrari, there is a minister of national security at the point in time, Stuart Young. I am at, I No, he was in the office of the Attorney General at the time. He was Minister of National Security at the time. I think he, according to the article, he was Minister in the Ministry of Legal Affairs. Okay. All right. So let's. So you would naturally 
confide in that person whether he sits in that office or he sits as a um, as, as national security that is the person in my opinion that you would go to and say listen this is what is happening Stuart John, on the other hand who is now defending based on what you just read his decision to take it to the british authorities also would say listen i don't need we don't need this to keep this mess we need to inform the authorities out there that this is what is taking place right it is clear to me this is my opinion again that vincent nelson was never interested in bringing down or bringing perpetrators alleged perpetrators to justice in the form of former attorney general Anand ram logan and former um senator Gerald Ramsey. It is clear he was all about himself and what deal he could get and what 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 he could do to to help his particular situation. That is my humble opinion. Vincent Nelson and 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 Paul, you're right, should never have been trusted from day one. Never. I said never. from day one, Vincent Nelson is about himself, mm-hmm. securing what he could get. And protecting himself and ring fencing himself at all cost. Yep. The issue here to me, and I, th- I I agree with Minister Young, is that Vincent Nelson, who knows himself better than anybody, who is who practiced and is authorized to practice in the UK, knew that the UK authority had this agency, the NCA, which is charged with the responsibility of investigating and prosecuting serious corruption right and based on possibilities he was clearly trying to ring fence himself in terms of whatever not only in trinidad and tobago but the uk authority did that nca had the authority to prosecute any action even outside the uk so he knew that even if he got got an indemnity in Trinidad and Tobago, that didn't absolve him or insulate him from prosecution for for alleged criminal activity in the UK. Yeah, yeah. So clearly, as I said from day one, I don't know why anyone would trust this individual mm-hmm. and play such a high stakes case matter based on his testimony because it is on record. In the past, the individual gave a judge an opinion leaning left and then an opinion leaning right. Yep. From two different administrations and was paid for both. In large respect, the, the, the opinions conflicting yeah. from the same mind. Is either he's schizophrenic or something else? He may very well be, yeah. And I don't know why, unless you, how should I say this and protect us all? Desperate. <laughs> you know, I was going to use the same word. You ought to be desperate, desperate. to go to somebody like Vincent Nelson. To use somebody like that, yeah. Vincent yeah. Nelson. Mm. Desperate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, as I said, you would have campaigned on a certain premise and the people population expecting results because the population and 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 you can't blame them believed that malfeasance was taking place allegedly taking place in the office of the attorney general the population 
believed that, in my opinion. Wendell, mm. this population believes malfeasance was taking place in almost every administration since independence. The difference is what you can prove. Mm. Every administration since independence, and possibly before that, whoever the authority had been accused of some kind of wrongdoing. That is a normal part of the political environment in Trinidad and Tobago. Mm-hmm. Talk about the Pandey case with the airport. They talk about Manning and Calder Hart. And they talk about the People's Partnership and Myriad. Right? Mm-hmm. Allegations of malfeasance and corruption are no unique feature of any administration. The issue is always what you can prosecute successfully. Yes. So to say that there was malfeasance in the population thought is to me a, an obvious statement. Every administration is accused of X, Y, and Z. Even this present administration is being accused of X, Y, and Z. That is not the issue. The issue is what you what prosecutable evidence you have, credible witnesses, underlined, underscored in parentheses, credible witnesses, and what you can successfully prosecute. Which is why, Paul, and I'm to, I'm in total agreement with what you just said. Which is why, when when the Vincent Nelson character showed up, popped up, right, and all said, sort, "All was sorted out." Right. We don't know how that how that. That's the point. All was sorted out. Huh? Or or may have been sorted out. Right. So, but we don't know how that played out, right? But when a when a man come and say, "Listen, I could show you. I have this evidence that." I and, was and, when I just put up, and when I say may have been sorted out, I'm not mm-hmm. implying any malfeasance, eh? because mm-hmm. I think if any attorney general feels that they are seeking the interest of the public, and this is not Al Rawi, I'm talking about it, anyone, mm-hmm. in prosecuting someone who they firmly believe and think they have evidence against, who has mm-hmm. done this country injustice and broken the law, I don't think it's wrong for them to seek out somebody, but the process by which you do that mm-hmm. and you gather evidence must be within the ambits of the law. Correct. When I say sort out, I'm not implying it was an improper move to seek out it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I don't know that it was. If it happened, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just wanted to put that on your table. Right. Which is which is why which is why too, people bought at the point in time. Let's 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 throw back to the former Attorney General Anan Ramlogan and his pursuit of Calder Hart. You remember how that every month he come in and saying something else and, and and that we're going to go after him and we're going to lock him up and we're going to get back my money you remember that mm-hmm. and how people bought that too a journalist showed and up that's why i'm saying and that's journalist from China, every administration has right. allegations of corruption right journalists from trinidad and tobago showed up at call the hard place in fort lauderdale in pursuit of all what he was alleged to have done and life nice for that today Listen, Trinidad and Tobago, give me a break, eh? I really, I really just need to, to, to retire in peace or give me a chance to clean up some of this mess now. Be. All you ain't gonna like it, eh? Mm-hmm. All you ain't gonna like it, but give me a chance. Otherwise, leave me in peace. Let me retire and enjoy my, my family and my life, whatever is left of it. You understand? I don't feel like I was dying this morning. Good morning. Let's open the phone lines. The numbers are... To do to talk. Yeah, to do 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 to do
and 612-8255 and for internationals, 1-866-525-1099. All right, we have a call. Good morning. Good morning to Paul. Good morning. And Ruben. And he wants from Arima. (laughs) And the two from Arima. The two from Arima. (laughs) The other one from Arima. So, who is home after his, his journey? All right. So, I'm asking a question. Is it that in Trinidad Tobago, white color crime, to solve, to solve white color crime, is up of the pay grade of the, our local police? Right. Because I believe we are not getting through to nothing that is alleged. Every government, every administration had come and go saying this was done, that was done, the next was done. And yet still, we are not seeing people going through the courts on a regular basis. And when we think we have something, look what happened. Because, so that, my dear, because, mm-hmm. my dear, politicians, people have to understand, politicians could assert and say anything. There's a process and independent institutions that have to be involved in particular ways to prosecute any kind of crime. Because politicians are politicians. Well, well, look at something. Look when we had Bob Linguist. He came down with all his band of people, and none of them, I think, was anybody local. And he did a good job, right? Although nobody had been prosecuted either. <laughs> That's the next story. Bob Linguist was just an inquiry. How much we inquiries have? Mm-hmm. We have about three going on right now. That was that? We have about three inquiries going on right now. Right, but that is what I'm saying. Is it that we don't have the, the technical skill or is it that we have to bring in people from the outside because they are not easily tainted, you know? Because the police over here, they will say interference in the political system and this, that, and the other. And you know what I mean? But if they bring people from the outside... I think that might be the best thing. Politicians shouldn't be necessarily million. involved, and Richard, correct me if I'm wrong, in that mm-hmm. prosecutorial prosecutorial process. No. Yeah, police for that. Yeah, the DP office for that. Pol- politicians should not be involved because but they are politicians. Saying, they are not supposed to be, but they are, it is alleged, that they are getting involved. That's why I'm saying it's best. And that's why the cases sometimes fall apart. And that is it. That's why the case will fall apart. So that is better you spend all these millions of dollars to foreign foreign firms or police officers to come and just dig up, dig up, dig up and get real information. Because if Mr. Nelson will, well, I don't want to say Mr. Because, oh gosh, from reading that thing, you can't call him Mr. Um, if that's what he did, Vincent Nelson, he's biting and, you know, as you say, talking on both sides of his mouth. He just looking to see which what he is known to do, <laughs> right? And they still take him one at the right price. You come and you take him, and then he, he did so much wrong. And yesterday, you depended that is what I'm saying, Paul. My whole thing is you were dependent wholly and solely on Vincent Nelson's evidence. So, therefore, there was no other evidence available to them for them if he if he does want to do it anymore. Let, um, let me ask you a question, ma'am, because you, you sound like a sensible woman, okay. I am. <laughs> you, you sound like a sensible woman, so I'm going to depend on your accuracy at this point. Mm-hmm. Somebody is involved in 
serious corruption and kickback, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's Vincent Nelson. I'm not saying it's anybody else. Somebody is involved in corruption. They get kickbacks from an organization. Them walking up to somebody just and saying, "Hey, I'm having kickback. You know, I'm gonna testify for you now." Do you want they're gonna do that? Of course not. <laughs> of course, because uh, hey, I involved in corruption. I was involved in some corruption over there. Let me testify for you now. So that person can't be credible in the court of you know, you know, they will mince them when he reached the court because you know that song like that. No, but but that person, by mm-hmm. implicating himself or herself, mm-hmm. has a lot to lose. Particularly exactly. if you are sworn as a judicial officer to uphold the law. So you know by implicating yourself, there are significant ramifications for yourself and your liberties and your ability to practice. So yeah. if you are going to do that, you know you're making sure and insulate yourself. Yes. And you're just doing that voluntarily, just so they say go on mad and you have some epiphany of conscience for all your bodies over the years and you say, well, I'm going to clean up stick, my act now. Stick a pen right there, Paul. Stick a pen because you see that what you just said there? That was an important part of the story that came out, the narrative that came out in the beginning, that yeah. Vincent Nelson was was had, was was had suffering with cancer and he yes. was literally on his deathbed. Do you remember that? That's what I'm wondering. I'm don't you all remember also, that? You get a epiphany. Yeah, yes. don't you all remember yes. that? And he, that was he decided to declare his conscience. Yes, I remember that. So I tell myself... I'm just asking, you know, maybe it is. That's what I put it in there. He said he was supposed to be on death's door so i say mm-hmm. well look at that if he's on so death's is it door, is he cured now apparently he's much better now oh, <laughs> oh hundreds of hundreds of millions of dollars would cure anybody and i tell myself when i heard that i said well wait now he probably figured look let me give in to everything what i did wrong and let me come clean because i say he did not know, but actually he confessed so he did wrong you're right well he no, well, wasn't he charged i think he was charged yes he was and, and so that when he was charged, I think part of, at that point he went into an arrangement with the state, um, with regard to the indemnity. Who charged uh, at that him? point? State? That's where the attorney general's office would have come in. Okay. Right. So that. At what point? So so there was enough evidence to charge him, right? Solo. That's yeah. what I believe. And as and so in negotiating the charge the against him. In, in negotiating the charge, he's probably saying, in, because it's like a plea bargain taking place, mm-hmm. he's saying, look, um, I have evidence against some senior officials who were previously in government, and I am willing to do an indemnity deal with regard to the entire issue. But the mm-hmm. charge against him must, Richard, you the attorney, have come with some serious evidence to substantiate the charge, not so? Yes. Well, one would hope. Yeah. Because you can't just charge a man, it's particularly a case. So you would want to believe that there was sufficient evidence that a prima facie case would have been made out. And that case, them. is it another case he, he was charged with or the same case in, in, in uh, the same matter? My understanding is that he had criminal charges emanating out of this Alleged. conspiracy. Yes. Um, Which means conspiracy. there would be evidence to charge one of the players in conspiracy, right? That's my understanding, Vincent Nelson. And right. Vincent Nelson then said, well, look, there are other players in the conspiracy and i i, I suppose you wouldn't that if they have evidence to charge him as one of the players they would know the other players yes and he's saying look and and that's where the whole negotiation okay. of the indemnity I came into it. And, but the, the attorney general point. could negotiate an indemnity agreement well he negotiated one 
but the the the, the, the attorney general can't tell the DPP to accept the agreement. Okay, I, I he can only recommend because the DPP has complete remit which, of what which he does. Which, to be fair to the former attorney general, is what one of the letters that was leaked said mm. that he is aware of the possible overreach, but he is suggesting X and Y and Z. Up to your full discretion at this point, right? Richard, at mm. all, I want to make one last point. If it's that Miss um, Vince Nelson doesn't um, case goes the other way, say it goes against him, will he still testify against it? Because he said the case is still open for when his matter is completed. So if it not, it's not going his way, you think he will still go ahead and testify? Let, I me, tell you what the, let me tell you what the, to answer your question. Let me tell you what the case is absolutely open in the United Kingdom. Yeah, he's not going to get away there. Okay, the case is from what that, that agency remitters and mm-hmm. that Stuart Young has, according to his own admission now, forwarded mm-hmm. information about the case to that agency, that mm-hmm. agency ain't letting go. But that would be very good for Trinidad and Tobago, at least, you know? Well, they, they, their remit is over Vincent Nelson and nobody else. And they right, but that. Vincent Nelson is not going to testify against anybody again. Once he it doesn't go his way. So to me, that might have come as best as closed. And as I have said over and over, there's a caller who totally agrees, disagrees with me, and that's his right. He is never going to be a credible witness. He is yeah. not. I don't care what they say. Be, he could never come and stand there and talk the truth. Him, I swear to talk the truth. When they're lying, right, truth? Hmm. Anyway, you all have a good morning. I'm listening. Thank Paul, you for your I, interjection. Dr. Paul, is it that you got a degree, um, um, your PhD? Yes, he did. Successfully, my. Congratulations! Congratulations! Bye. I'm. I slept. It becomes. It becomes an issue, and I suppose that's why that that civil case was filed by the attorneys for Vincent Nelson. In other words, he's saying, "Look, there are myriad of actions that the state have now taken that seems to seems to paint a picture to me that you have not come to the indemnity agreement." You have imperiled me more, and therefore I want compensation for what you have done. Yeah. Because he knows that the, the evidence slash information is now in the possession of the UK agency through Mr. Young, right? Not so? Mm-hmm. So which, this is what you're talking about. It. You have not sealed me, seal of the information that I have in my negotiation with you, no. as you have promised. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. What, what, what happens at the end of the day? is locally people feel dissatisfied mm-hmm. that people have gotten away with malfeasance once again that's that how they, people, that they feel have gotten away with malfeasance. yeah that's that's how people feel yeah locally that's how that that's the that's the sentiment i get outside there. yeah in some yeah. quarters in yeah. some quarters in yeah. other quarters people feel that it was a witch hunt let's put it on mm. the table they, they, this country is very politically divided well, yeah. And in some quarters, people feel that some people overreached uh-huh. and it was a witch hunt. I, I could see that. I could see that. So it's, it's, yeah, look at it from both sides. Mm. I could see that. Not everyone feels that somebody get away. Some people feel mm. that some people were, were wrongfully targeted. Mm. Yeah. And that someone over, overreached their authority and indicted them. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so difficult in this country because people see, and, I, and as I said earlier, like Richard said, at this point I'm so confused. Yeah. You don't know what is fact from fiction at this point. 
And that's what happens when you bring somebody like Vincent Nelson into the scenario. Yep. And the numbers are two to two talk, two to two eight two five five, and six one two eight two five five. Those well, are numbers. Can, we want to send some love and support for you this morning and prayers that you have a full and speedy recovery. Yeah. And we're going to call you later today and have a conversation with you. Because if you need anything, I'll take a drop off for you. Morning. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Congratulations morning, on your hard work and your achievement. Thank you um, so much. You know, um, we have to respect expertise, eh? and vi- we have to agree that Vincent, Vincent Nelson would have forecast in his mind all the things that could have come to pass, including betrayals, because he operates in that sphere, it would seem. And um, he would have calculated his moves ahead of time. I wouldn't be able to do that in, in legal matters, but he would. And therefore, to say that he ring fence himself and he does that, all of that is to be expected. Do you expect him to just let people do him what they feel to do because he did what he felt he should do? Of course, he's going to be well protected. And if he's investing his money now to sue us, you know, when you sue the AG, you sue us. The AG doesn't pay, although he probably could afford. Well, one of them at least. You know, the thing is that... Um, you have to give whatever he's doing some credibility in, in terms of it being valid. Now, you might discredit his moral and spiritual values and all of that. We love to do that here. And then we say, well, I don't want to talk to you because of something that you did that puts you beneath any conversation with me. But this is a serious matter in terms of the fact that people may have done wrong and can now walk away, or people may not have done wrong and will have this suspicion never being cleared up. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be accused and to say, well, we are not pursuing that matter anymore. Well, not not accused, charged. Yeah, and, and then to say we are not pursuing that anymore, it means that somebody is going to say, well, at least they had enough to charge you, and therefore there's that. The fact that it was may or may not have panned out is another matter, which people seem to abandon. They say, well, you know, there must have been something for them to charge you. And if something was never tested in court, of course. So the whole mess here has to do with the gullibility, in my mind, of Arari and Stuart Young. Because they were so politically motivated that whatever was offered to them, they rushed and grabbed it. And they On the other hand, can I ask a question? Yes. Well, I don't know why you bring Stuart Young into that. On the, uh, on the other hand... Because he believes in it. On the other hand, yes. do you think it would be an abdication of duty of someone sitting in the chair of Attorney General if information like this is brought to you and you don't act on it? Question. The, uh, the action, I think he should act. The action I think he should take is say, well, you know, any indemnity matters, you, you would have to see Roger about that. And any presidential pardon, that's out of my reach. I do even get involved in that. But you agree that an attorney general in receipt of this kind of information should act on it? Not on his, but not what, yes. Not on his own, I'm not talking about act in the way. yes or no, Mr. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes or no, yes, but what did Right, he, and, that, and that's the other he, side of this, to be fair. Yeah, to be fair, uh, do we agree with his actions? That's the question. Of course he should act. 
if, if anybody gets that, anybody in government gets information like that, I mean, if you tell me that on the street, I could ignore it, right? Even a, a senior person in the media like, like yourself. You could probably just leave that alone um, and wait for it to pan out. I have I have left a lot of stuff like that alone. Of course, of course, because people would because come if, if I don't if I can't pursue it to the point where I think it's credible enough to yeah. publish or to broadcast, would, I leave could, it alone. You people come by my house and ask me to say certain things on radio programs, and I tell them, "Well, listen, um, you take your phone and you say that, you yeah, know." Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, agent. Begin the dance, yeah. As far as callers go. But the thing is, what action did Arawi take? Do we agree with it? Yes, he should act. And I think he. But people are pretty, pretty clear that he acted out of his own. Right? Well, I don't know that people... When you say people, who are people? When people speak... They, not, some people think so and some people don't think so. Um, yeah, some people just don't understand that there's all this separation. They, they feel that the president and the prime minister and ministers... But just sit down and power and make up a constitution every day and act on whatever is the best thing and, and, and create, you know, just like how you could train, change your, your religion and your, your values and, and, and all these things that are so subjective. You feel you could just change the laws by together and having a little talk between each other. They don't understand that stuff is written down and there's how many years of jurisprudence that we have inherited and everything has to line up and, and has to be tested when you make accusations and when you take actions, it's subject to review. And they don't get into all of that. The man, the man is the prime minister. You know, I feel the president should do this and why the president don't do that. That's the level of the conversation that we hear. You You're know? absolutely right. So, we don't so, understand. So, so they're going to have all kinds of opinions, right? I'm still waiting for Harari to produce his ghost lawyers. Because he never saw the lawyers. So how does he know that they even existed? It would have to be documentation and that they got paid at the AG's office. Early on, when he came into the office, he said that there were ghost lawyers here. So did somebody get paid? And does that person exist? Did that person do any work? You know, I'm still waiting on that. So there's a huge credibility gap. And that's why I've always said, so when politicians speak, speak it as a politician speaking. Yeah, but, but okay, so it... So let's test it now. You say it, you say it. You are in position. The files will be in your office. It's not that Wendell has to go and get it and send it for you. You know, it's in your office. You discovered it in your office. You are saying that there were ghost lawyers in the AG's office. All the files are in the office. You have done nothing. You know, so the credibility gap here is not only with Vincent Nelson. It's with the fact that Stuart Young had been promising a jail for this one and that one and the next. Another lady took the a warrant. What she said was if, a warrant. If, and read if you go down that road, I'm just other saying, people promised jail for cold. I had two. So if that is your premise, other people have credibility. Well, I, I'm not too. anybody is better than anybody. What I'm saying is, if we are dealing with this, these are the gaps. These are the gaps we are looking uh, at. Well, let me tell you, we looking like another joke again. Thank you, Mr. Pinal. Thank you. Mm. And everybody confused now. Yep. And somebody wants this information out there for some reason. I guess the more information you have out there, the more the public confused, the less you're able to credibly um, decipher fact from fiction, left from right, up from down. I guess yeah. that's the objective. Yeah, and people, people using it now to make further 
um, what is Dr. Rowley's favorite word? Manima. <laughs> People using it now to make Manima. Well, I know. There, there are serious questions surrounding the conduct of a former AG. And that, that is of great concern. Yeah. Okay. And th- that is what has come out to this more than anything else. Yep. And again, as I said, it probably answers that big, huge question when he was removed. And that is my thought process exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm going to take in the front, yeah? If <laughs> all this back and I'll come out. Yeah. Let me take it in the front because I yes. ain't want to in that chair when all this thing come in. No, because this is, this is us doing that ritual and writing a play here. We have no idea. We know information that is yeah. actually so. We because are writing we were, a theatrical production on air life. Yeah. Because what we would have been faced with today is the very same thing that Kamala Prasad Bissessa was faced with back then with Anand Ram Logan. To remove an, an attorney general from office due to all the brouhaha and all the money mad that surrounded him that is what dr Rowley would have been facing today mm-hmm. all right gentlemen we're going to take a break straight to the top we are a team we are prepared these are the fighters my Caribbean brothers and sisters, from June 1st straight to November, prepare now, not after, prepare now. Disaster fighters, na 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 na, let's do this together now. Hurricane fighters, we got fight to make it better. message was brought to you by the Office of Disaster Preparedness and Management Trinidad and Tobago and the Caribbean Disaster Emergency Management Agency. Give me a kiss. A kiss cake. How about a kiss? A kiss cake. I really want a kiss snack cake with a heart of cream. Give me a kiss. A kiss cake. How about a kiss? A kiss cake. I really want a kiss snack cake with a heart of cream. A kiss for me and a kiss for you. Everybody Here's another Kiss Power hit coming from Benjai featuring Marshall Montano. It's called Amnesty.
man, so pop like mad man, my man, my man, man. Mama start to cry, she's under the mortar is now. I hear it have a way, buy a house, say what's going on. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.